Hello everybody, welcome back to We'll Talk About It podcast with your host Gina and welcome to today's episode. Now, I've got we are going to do the final part of The Calling is Calling. Now, this is one of the first series that we've ever done on the podcast. So I'm just... Sorry, guys. If you see me looking over there, it's because I'm recording today without my headphones on because I wanted to wear my hat. So I actually don't know what I sound like. And this is all going to be trial and error. We are going to be talking about what we need to fulfill the calling. So let us go ahead and bow our heads, close our eyes and ask the Holy Spirit to be with us as we begin this episode. Lord, we just pray right now for your presence. We pray that Jesus, you will just, your presence will be felt in this final part of this series. We thank you, Lord, for the wisdom, the knowledge, the strength, the guidance to be able to come on here and to share this word with your people. And I just pray that, Lord, you will allow this last episode to be so impactful over your people's life. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray amen so today's episode like i said in the beginning is what do we need to fulfill the calling so this is part you've identified you've been called you've now looked at some examples of how your calling might end up being fulfilled and like the procedure the procedure that happens when we're called now we need to know what do we need to fulfill the calling now these are things we're going to be talking about things that God will provide to us and things that we also need to do because remember everything that God has kind of essentially called us into he wants our hand a part of it for instance he wanted to save the people of Israel from the Egyptians but he needed involvement he needed the Israelites to be involved in that procedure so in all the procedures and all the callings and all the manifestations God needs our involvement so we're going to be discussing things that we need to do and what God will also provide for us so that the calling is essentially fulfilled so we're at the starting line what do we need well the first thing that we need is a change of heart now you might be thinking what but in order to fulfill the calling that God has called us to do we need to change our the posture of our heart. Now, a lot of the times, especially us humans, we like being in a familiar, comfortable place. We don't like being taken out and doing things that are uncomfortable, unusual, or not known to us. We don't like being thrown into the depth, especially if we don't have an idea about how it's going to pan out. So what God needs in order to allow us and help us to fulfill the calling is he needs us to change our heart postures to one, accept the calling, but to two, accept that he is going to change us and he's going to mold us in a way so that we can fulfill the calling. We also have to change our heart postures because there's going to be a change of scenarios. There's going to be a change of sceneries the things that we're used to doing before there's going to be new accountabilities new responsibilities we can't be walking in the same shoes we're now running a different track (sighs) that's the word guys hold on stop we're now running on the track we're not walking on it we're not going on a light jog we need to change shoes we need to change the game we need to allow God to change as it says in Proverbs 16 that the Lord is establishing our steps so if he's establishing our steps he's going to also establish the footwear that we need to walk in the steps so we need to change our heart to be ready to change anything that the Lord calls us to change but also in terms of all of this we need to change our heart postures to realize that our purpose on this earth is to edify and build the kingdom whilst bringing glory to God now once you have that mindset and you have that heart posture when God calls you, it's going to be so easy for you to be obedient. When he's telling you to do things in the midst of your calling, it's going to be so easy for you to go because you've got this heart posture where you're like, right, I know I'm here to fulfill and to complete 
God's will over my life. I know I'm here to complete and fulfill the will over my life to edify and build the kingdom. So my heart posture is now set on God. It's set on the things of God. So when he calls me to do the things of God, it's going to be so easy for me to go. And I've got a scripture that I want us to read from and it's Philippians chapter two, verse four. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interest of others. Now, when you set your things on God. God is all about serving, okay? God is a loving God. He's all about serving. And this is where the conviction is coming in for me because, wow, the Lord is very good. Anyways, back to the point. It's all about serving and it's all about loving. Like Jesus came to serve us and he gives us the commandments to serve others through love, through worship, through everything. So, when we change our heart postures, we're going to also be changing the way that we want to move and want to behave because we're going to be now looking into the things of God. So we're going to be looking out to serve others. Edifying and building the kingdom is serving others, is spreading the good gospel to others to bring them into the presence of God. You're serving them by feeding them information to bring them into the presence of God. So in order to fulfill the calling, you must have a change of heart. The second one that I have is you must have, and God can build you through this and give this to you as you're walking, empathy, sympathy, and compassion. Now, I'll personally speak from experience. I'm not someone who's very empathetic. I just, where how I grew up, I was very much told, you know, you don't cry, like you submerge your emotions. So when I got a bit older and I would get upset about a few things. I wouldn't tell anybody. Even when I would cry, I would literally shut myself down for crying. And I'd be like, why am I crying over this? Even though I was so hurt, I wouldn't give myself that opportunity to cry because as a child, I never had that opportunity to cry. Every problem to me was made to feel so small and insincere and, and not important that it took a re- it's still taking such a long time for me to not feel guilty for having sympathy for myself. I didn't have that as a child growing up. So as I grew up, I did not only have it for myself, but I struggled to have it for others. So when God called me to do this podcast and he called me, because um, at the moment right now, I'm, I'm teaching some Bible study groups. Um, I'm teaching a Bible study groups and they tell me different things and they open up to me and they're very opening about the problems in their life and the things that they're going through now. God is teaching me through them to be empathetic and to have sympathy and to be compassionate because what seems so like not important to me about their problems is so big to them and honestly I could talk about this topic for ages because it's so personal because if these are things that the Lord you really must have not only to do the work of the Lord but even as parents like my parents, I didn't have sympathy or empathy again growing up. So to then reflect that same thing back onto the people that the Lord has basically given to me to look after, it's going to be a big problem, especially when it comes to fulfilling the will of God, because you, Jesus was very empathetic and sympathetic and compassionate. And First John chapter 2, verse 6 tells us, whoever claims to live in him must live as he did. Yeah, it's on the board at the back. That's why I'm checking it. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And Jesus was very empathetic. He was very sympathetic. And I think that in itself, a heart alone, allowed him to fulfill and do the calling in which God has called him to do. So in order for us to do that same calling, we must 
be empathetic and sympathetic and compassionate. Now, I was going to read a scripture, but I think First John chapter 2, verse 6 pretty much sums it up. Jesus was sympathetic. He was empathetic. He was compassionate. And he needed all those tools in order to fulfill the calling over his life. Because remember, you're working with humans. You're not working with like even through this ministry, through the podcast, I'm still working with humans. I may not be able to physically see you guys, but I'm still speaking to someone. I'm still speaking to a human being. So I must be empathetic, empathetic, sympathetic, and compassionate. Like, especially with this podcast, I get loads of emails, DMs about loads of things that you guys are going through, which I do so greatly appreciate. And I, and I encourage if there's anything else, go ahead and keep popping them in. I love um, praying for you guys. I love seeing what you guys are going through and seeing how God is working in your life. And I just feel very honored that you come to me for prayers and advice. Like I, again, I feel very, very blessed to have a community of supporters like that. But back to the point, like even with this ministry of a podcast outside of my Bible studies, I have to be sympathetic. I have to understand. I may not necessarily walk or have experienced what you've experienced, but through my empathy, through my sympathy, you'll be able to connect with me. The third thing is directions. The Lord will never tell you to go somewhere without providing instructions or directions. So what you must expect, what you need to fulfill this calling is directions. Now, I think this is why I have to make it very clear. It's not all the time when you begin the calling. Sometimes God needs you to take that step before he gives you that instruction and direction. And the first scripture that came to mind was Genesis chapter 12 and this was Abraham the Lord said to Abraham walk first in obedience then I will give you the directions as to where you're going you don't need the directions first to walk I need to see your faith this is a word guys I need to see your faith so walk take that first step and then I'll provide that directions. Take that first step and then I'll provide the instructions. Sometimes God needs you to go first and then he can apply that directions. Then he can apply that instructions. The fourth thing, relying on the strength of God. Now, this is the problem. A lot of the times, the reasons why people can't fulfill their calling is because they're so in tune with looking at it from a physical point of view. The calling that has been called to you has been called by our father and it comes with spiritual purposes and spiritual gifts and spiritual things that you need to fulfill the calling now one thing that a lot of us do and i'm very guilty of this is we look at our own strength we think i can't do this i can't God's not asking you to do it. He's asking you to do with the strength of him, with the power of him. Hence why he gives us the Holy Spirit. Hence why he says in Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength and renew their power. The Lord is saying that it's not by your strength that you'll fulfill the calling, but it's by his strength. And how do you receive the strength? By going to him in prayer, by, by renewing your hope in him, by having faith in the Lord that you've called me into this. And I have faith that you're going to provide that strength, going to him and asking for that strength okay wisdom doesn't just come because you want wisdom james 1 verse 5 says that those who lack wisdom those who don't have wisdom go to god and ask for wisdom and if he finds no fault he will give you the wisdom hello it's the same thing with the strength god's not just going to magnificently give you the strength you need to go to him and ask for the strength you need to trust and have faith in him that he will give you the strength to fulfill the calling so stop looking at it from your own means my own power my own strength and start looking at it from this is god's will this is god's calling so he's going to also provide the directions and the strength the last one that i have is the holy spirit now in the Old Testament, I can name so many. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was given to specific individuals when they were doing their calling. Now we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And to do the calling of the Lord, you need the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, but then you will receive power. 
let's go actually read that scripture guys because i think it's such a powerful scripture and i want to read it but you will receive power and ability when the holy spirit comes upon you we will will we have the ability to do the calling of the lord so the lord is going to give us the holy spirit luckily for us as believers when we become born again again when we become born again, again, we receive the Holy Spirit. We just have to trust and believe that the Holy Spirit will give us the abilities to do the calling of the Lord. So guys, that is the end of the episode today. Now, I know it was very short, but I feel like it was very empowering. This series is to just empower someone to pick up the calling, to pick up what it is that God has called you to do and and just do it. So let us go ahead and close our eyes, bow our hands and end this episode off. Lord, we just thank you for such a powerful series. We thank you, Lord, that your word is going to reach those who really need to hear it. And we pray that, Lord Almighty Father, this will leave impartations on them. This will give your people the encounters and the confirmations that they need to go and do your calling. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. So thank you guys for watching this week's episode. Make sure you like, you comment, and you subscribe. Follow all the links in the description box below. Let me know what else you guys would like to see on this podcast. Leave a comment, share with someone to pick up their calling, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye everyone. Rivers of wonder come from a song. Life in